Jason Swain touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give it to his house and a red flag. We're good to go. Thank y'all for for tuning in this evening, uh, Ben. We was 
We was a little busy last week. Yeah, just a little bit. A little, little busy last week. Uh, there was a football game last week. The game that we've been waiting for for months and months and months for Tennessee to get back on on, on the game field. Uh, wow, man, it's been, been forever since we have got a chance to talk with last week, the game being played, us not being able to do the show. But it's Thursday, man. We're about to play Pittsburgh, but Real quickly, man, your just overall thoughts last week. Uh, Tennessee looked exactly like they were supposed to look. I mean that that is a <laughs> that that is what you were supposed to do against inferior opponents. It's it's as simple uh, as that. And I, I thought it was much needed for the program. I've heard a lot of talk this week about how USC needed its blowout win over Rice, and uh, Texas needed the the win that it had, and and so on and so forth. And I, I think Tennessee fits into that same conversation. Tennessee hmm. needed a game like that. Hmm. Uh, FC, FCS schools have been able to, or Tennessee's been able to beat down FCS schools, but some non-Power 5 schools like a Ball State from the MAC have been able to hang around the last couple of years. I, I just think back to last year against Bowling Green, and Tennessee didn't beat down Bowling Green the way that it typically should if Tennessee is right. Yeah. So does that mean that Tennessee is going to go on to win 9, 10, 11 games? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I do think it's a, a good early indicator yeah. if you want to look into it that way. They, they handled the, the opponent the way that they should have, and I thought that was the most important thing. And they got out healthy. That, that's really all I cared about. There are certainly concerns. I think with any team playing the first game of the season, there's a ton of stuff to clean up. And uh, for Tennessee, that's the same same case, man. Their, their, their case is no different. Uh, but – a lot of a lot of confidence is what I'm hearing from this locker room, this program, the Tennessee Prime over the last two weeks. That's that's what I that's what I heard just from the the players. Uh, but man, before we get into this game, we got some changes we got to talk about, Ben. Um, sir, <laughs> uh, things are different. Number one, when when did you get this beard? What's up with I've this, had beard? this beard? Uh, it's 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 thicker, man. You look, you're looking like Wolverine. <laughs> well, that, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I, I do wonder if you can tell more at the moment because literally I just got rid of the mustache for the most part because it was getting over the lip and, and being annoying. So I wonder if that's uh, highlighting the beard e- even more. But look, man, I don't have any hair up top. I got to make up for it somewhere. Yeah. got to make up for it somewhere. And beard. I like uh, eating too well. So it's got to be the beard because it's yeah. not going to be the body. I'm fully committed to the dad bod, so uh, embracing yeah, it. I, 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 I'm embracing it. I, I like it. So buff, bearded, and, and bald. You know how you and I rock. Yeah. Um, but I'm about the buff. Yeah. Bald. New, new, yeah. We're buff in different ways. Uh, but yeah, new gig with two four seven decision that I, I thought was simply best for my family, especially with a a baby boy now six weeks old. So Dang. real excited to 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 get to work with. Wes and, and Ryan and, and Brant and Patrick, they, they've all been super welcoming yeah. and super nice. And uh, also want to say that just uh, I'm super grateful to Brent Hubbs as well for bringing me on. And I, I just thoroughly and enjoyed my time with him and enjoyed working with Austin and, and Rob and Eric. And uh, I appreciate them more than they know. So uh, it's different. This last couple of weeks have felt really different, but excited to get going and excited for some content stuff we, we have coming uh, up over the next couple of months at Go Vols 247 as we get into basketball and, and baseball season. But first, I mean, it, it's football season, baby. And yeah. and this this weekend is is what we look forward to year-round. Ball State's cool because it's the opener, but we've got a top 25 matchup this weekend. And, and, right. and this is this is why I got into to, to journalism, yeah. is to talk about top 25 matchups in college football, top 25 matchups that, that Tennessee is involved with, and, uh, man, it's been a fun week of, of previewing it, both on a microphone and uh, writing some things down. So it'll be a fun game to cover this weekend as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Top 25 matchup. Tennessee ranked in the top 25. Got to keep it there. Got to keep it there. So here's the things that I'm I'm excited about. Uh, not only what you got going on in the game this weekend, but I'm excited for our fans because – and I look at it totally different than maybe some other people look at it that's that's that do what we do, who, you know, get threatened by other folks doing the same thing or competition. But, like, I, there's folks who do what I do. 
there's folks that do what you do. But I'm excited for the fans because they get more. Like, you get more. There's there's changes around Knoxville. There's different options around Knoxville. And the competition makes everyone better. But the, the people who benefit is you, the fans, the consumer. Uh, you get the good content. You get um, the, the, the back and forth competition to, to present the best content for you. So, man, this is an exciting time if you're a Tennessee fan because you got so many media outlets that are producing so much content. I know, you know, we are, uh, I speak for, 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 you know, my show, Josh and Swain. I know you are, I know your mentality. I know how you grind. Uh, I know other folks. And so this is, this is exciting for, for the fan and you get to choose, Hey, what you want to listen to, what you want to read. Uh, but you get a lot of it. And that's to me, that's cool, man. That's cool. All right. Um, Pittsburgh. I was a little nervous early in the week. I'm not saying like nervous, like, oh my God, they, they so much better than us or they better than us. But you know, just cause this game is big. Like this is, this is a huge game. This is a huge opportunity. We all circled this on the calendar, Ben, as all right, this is going to be the test of where Tennessee, where the Tennessee football program is. And are we ready to take that next step? This team should have won last year, man. Like we should have won last year against Pitt, but Young team, new coach, new system. But no, nah, man, these dudes are confident in what they're doing right now. And um, I think I think they walking into this game with a different different mindset. Yeah, I, I think so. I think they're very confident. And one thing I would add to your list of what was different from last year to this year with, with this football team, different quarterback. Yeah. No offense to Joe Milton. I, I thought he looked terrific against Ball State. Yeah. Uh, as much as you can against Ball State, you obviously have to take the, the level of competition into consideration. But he looks like a completely different quarterback to me. Uh, he 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 has a, a confidence to him that I think is different. The coaches are speaking about him differently. Multiple coaches have, have said that they have a, as much faith in Joe Milton as they do Hendon Hooker. And, and honestly, I I genuinely believe that they believe that. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Joe needs to go prove it against legitimate competition. But I do believe that Joey Halsley, the quarterback's coach, believes that when he says it. Uh, but you do want Hendon Hooker in the football game. Uh, he's he's as efficient as a quarterback as there is in college football right now. He, he's not talked about enough for how good he is. And uh, I, I don't know if you went back and watched the game. I'm sure you did. We, we just haven't talked about it. But yeah, I know. loved hearing Cole Kubik and Jordan Rogers talk about how comfortable um, – Hendon look passing the football uh, and the the changes that he made slight changes not not really wholesale changes but tweaks that he made to his fundamentals over the offseason and, and and how comfortable he looked within those changes in the opener and, and I just think that's really going to translate uh well to to the bigger competition the Pittsburghs the Floridas the LSUs and I I really like what I saw from the receivers as well I haven't heard your thoughts on the receivers as well I'd like, love to hear those in, in a minute, but yeah. I thought they looked really good. I think Brew, Hyatt, and, and Tillman are going to have great, great years. Uh, so there's a different quarterback this year as well. And, and honestly, I think that's going to be the edge in the football game. I'm, I'm excited about this game. I, I think this is a, a pretty even matchup between both teams. I think both are, are pretty equally as good as the other. And, and I don't think that's a bad thing uh, if, if you're a Tennessee fan. Don't, don't look at the, the logo on the side of the helmet. I, I think it's a good thing that Tennessee is – is as good as Pittsburgh or even vice versa. This is practically the same team that won the ACC championship last year. And albeit no Kenny Pickett, no Jordan Addison, and those are two huge names, don't get me wrong, Bolitnikoff winner and a potential Heisman Trophy winner. But outside of those two, I mean, it's pretty much the same cast of characters. And they did help last year, help lead Pittsburgh to an ACC championship game. So I think it's a good thing for Tennessee to be within that same breath as a Pittsburgh right now, because Josh Heifel is still rebuilding. So uh, you, you talk about differences from last year to this year in terms of this individual football game, hidden hooker is the biggest difference for me. And I look at both teams. I think Pitt has some, some matchups that are in their favor. I think there's some matchups that are in Tennessee's favor, but yeah. I, I think the ultimate uh, ACE uh, in the deck of cards is, is hidden hooker. Hendo. And I think he's going to, uh, Hendo Cinco, uh, the best nickname there is in college football, in my opinion, or at least one of them. Hendo Cinco, I think he's going to be the difference in Tennessee winning uh, up in uh, Pittsburgh in two days. All right, let's go to the phones, man. 
255 is the number. I think that's right. That sounds about right, don't it, Ben? <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah, sure. It's, it's, been, <laughs> it's been a minute, man. It's been a minute. Uh, but been saying that number every day for so long. Hard to forget it. So let's go to the phones. Let's get it. Good evening. Who do we have? We got it. We got the one and only. The one and only C Mac. You know you line. You know one of the best nicknames in college football is the coldest. And that's not even a nickname. That's his government. That's 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 why it's not the nickname. It's his it's his real name. So technically I'm I'm still right. Yeah, it's not it's his real name, man. Yes, 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 yes. I have to admit, uh, across the entire nation, Ben McKee is still right. How y'all doing this evening? We're good, man. We're good. We're good. Good. How are Uh, you? Hey man, another day, another opportunity to be great. You sound uh, sober today. That's good. Excuse me. You sound sober today. That is good. You don't sound sober this evening. Well, I am. Uh, will, you are. Will I am? I knew it. Uh, uh, um, is <laughs> uh, first real question, and I'm gonna get up out of here because we're getting ready to go to dinner. Ooh, you got date. You got date, see, man. Who's we? Mind your business. Oh, Mind your business. See, man. Okay, C-Mac. Y'all mind. Stop, stop before Neil and Mafia start calling. Hey, start asking questions. Don't make, don't make an order off the kids menu, man. Hey, let, a, let an order off the big boy menu, okay? Let don't a, worry, let I just have a big shot, Wait, Rob. first and foremost, wait, wait. First and foremost, it's a Thursday evening, and I just said I got, I'm going to dinner. I ain't, I ain't no scrub. No, 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 no. You said we. You said we're going you to dinner. You said we. You said we. I know, I know, I know. And you said don't make them order off the kids menu. That's and what I'm saying. And I had to regurgitate. It's a Thursday, okay? It's a Thursday evening. Okay. I ain't Thursday, no Thursday. Only scrubs, only scrubs will invite someone to dinner on a Friday, Saturday night and make them order off the kids' menu. That ain't Mac. That ain't me. But it's Thursday, though. Anyway. So, that means you... Y'all stop. Go ahead, go stop. ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Just go. Thank you. Uh, is, the, is the linebacker who didn't play last week or at all last season going to play no. for Pittsburgh? No. Why? Why? I don't know, man. He ain't got to step together. That's all I got. That's all I got He's for not you. Hurt. I don't have any more details for you. I don't, we, we don't got to go no deeper. All right, cool. I'm writing him off for the rest of the season. He ain't going to play for us. I mean, he'll he, he uh, be back probably Akron, but he ain't playing this weekend. Yeah, he'll be back. Damn shame. Damn hey, yep. shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You said it. Damn shame. Yep. Uh, uh, what, how are we feeling in terms of you know, if we go, we go up there. We handle business. We make this a business trip. Yeah. We take care of the necessities. Yeah. You know, will will our stock continue to rise? I'll be honest. I was a little surprised that you know they put us in the AP the where they did. I was also surprised that NC State dropped about five five spots. Oh, that was uncalled here for. We go. They only beat ECU because the ECU kicker had the, the worst day of his life. Every time we talk about college football, you bring in NC State. Ain't nobody trying to talk about NC State. Stop lying. Put Terry Holt in the Hall of Fame. Hey, no, on the real, I love y'all. Who is Terry Holt? Hear y'all talk about football. Who is Terry Holt? Who is Terry Holt? I'm glad you caught it. I'm glad you caught it. Oh, yeah, you tested us. Don't try to play it off. Who is Terry Holt? Russell Wilson didn't even like y'all. He had to transfer. Ain't that a city in Indiana? First and foremost, Russell Wilson decided to get hurt on the opening game uh, versus South Carolina that actually took my my ass to uh, and skipped class. All right. Ask Russell about him getting hurt in that first series versus SB a few years ago. The fake SB. I thought you were uh, No, on all seriousness, it's really good to hear y'all chopping up about football, man. For sure. This is the true moment that football is truly back because we have two of the most tenured, most well-knowledged minds conversing over this, and this is a blessing. Ooh. So, hey, man, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. What's I hope we, we, we beat the math on Saturday. Too, and man. I'm going to go have dinner. Uh, so y'all be easy, all right? Hey, man. Good luck, my boy. Good luck. Shut up. Shut up. See ya. Let's get it on. He gonna mess it up, ain't he? <laughs> he gonna mess it up. Who is Terry? Who is Terry Hoot? Terry Holt? <laughs> Who is Terry? And, and why Tory don't you go Philip Rivers first? Huh? And why don't you go Philip Rivers first? What you mean? Philip Rivers. I think of, when I think of NC State. Players playing in the NFL, I think of Philip Rivers. No. 
No, I talked to, to, to a Holt Hall of Famer there. I know. Fun. I caught the tail end of Tory Holt, so yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't necessarily. He don't come to my mind immediately. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I thought C Mac was sober. This man said I, Terry. Every Holt. Thursday night, he he gets us off the rails. Terry Holt. Wow. Good evening. Who do we have with us? Hey, it's me. It's me, sir. Turkey C. man, what's up? <laughs> what you doing? Hey, Try to I want to talk about, about the. I want to talk about the the uh, offensive line flopping and getting getting hit, and then look, look like got sniped. Oh, you talking about uh, Gerald Mincy? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 right, no, no, right. Was that good or what? He's just having fun. Oh, yeah. Get, and that that guy deserved it. I don't know if you saw Turkey Man, but Darnell Wright on Sunday or Monday, he tweeted out a clip of what that player was trying to do to his knee and ankle the play before. So that was Darnell's way of, of getting back at that player other than putting his hands on him and getting thrown out of the game or drawing a flag. So that, that player deserved it. That Ball State player deserved it with what he was trying to do to the, to the knee and ankle of Darnell Wright. On the play before, oh, but man, it's it's been so hard. I no, I didn't see that. It's been so hard to keep up. I've been through some in, and uh, and I'm just trying to get through all that. But uh, so it's hard to get to to all all the meat there. But I gotta... understand. It was still funny though. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> that was that was some WWE stuff. I mean, I, Triple H has taken over WWE after Vince McMahon got kicked out, and I, I think Triple H needs to give Darnell Wright a call here soon. Okay, I got a question, and then I'm gonna get off unless somebody else in. Uh, will we get cookies this week? Two touchdowns from uh, Tillman. That's right. I hope mm. so. <laughs> I know that's right. I, I hope. Well, I hope I'm so too. I'm gonna get out, guys. I'll talk to you later. I hope so too. Good to hear from you, Turkey Man. Hope hope you're doing well and keep doing well, Swain. On the receivers, I, I am really curious real quick just what your thoughts were on the receivers. It, it seems like there there's more certainly more guys they can rely on. Jimmy Holiday and Walker Merrill, even Ramel Keaton was making some plays there. I know it's Ball State, but uh, I, I thought the depth even behind the big three looked really good. Squirrel White, how about Squirrel White lead blocking a couple of times? I, I can't say that I thought I'd see that on the opener. Yeah, that's I don't think that's something you want to continue to do. No, it's not something I want to see this weekend, or against and Florida, I don't, or I don't, Alabama, or yeah, Georgia. I don't think we're going to see it uh, much more, honestly. Uh, I want to see Squirrel run run some different routes, but when you're in there, I mean, you gotta you gotta run what's called. And so, uh, I don't know if him being a lead blocker is something that uh, we'll continue to see. I thought the receivers did a good job. I mean, Ramel Keaton did a good job catching the ball over the middle, getting upfield, protecting the football. I thought Tillman uh, did a good job on his crossing route, uh, getting flat, catching the ball in traffic. You know, he got up kind of limping a little bit. I was I was a little nervous when I saw him limping. and um, But he he proved to be okay. Hyatt had a nice catch and, and turn up field, even though, my goodness, it looked like routes versus air when it happened. But I thought it was good. Happy for Walker Merrill. He looked like he was having fun, relaxed, got himself a touchdown. I thought the receiver group did a, did a good job. Uh, I want to see better blocking for one another on the perimeter. I want to see better blocking for one another when the ball's caught at any point on the field. Why? Because that's what it's going to take to win this game. you got to have big plays on the outside. you got to have receivers getting yak yardage, uh, and you need your buddy blocking for you to, to achieve that. So, yeah, I, I like the receivers play, man. I, I do. I just, I just know I it's going it. to be different. It's going to be different this week. It's gonna be different. Maybe, they gotta do more. It is, it is for sure. They, they I wouldn't say that Pittsburgh has like r- really good corners, but they just have solid college football players, and, and their safety duo is really good. One, one of them, the strong safety Hill, he was a, a Thorpe Award semifinalist, uh, so he wasn't in the final three, I, I believe. But I mean, he he was down there towards the end. So their their safety duo is much better than the corners. So I'll be curious to see how that uh, factors into the matchup. But they just have really solid guys on defense, and, and it's it's certainly going to be a different test. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But this is why we love college football, man. Get these type of matchups, and uh, we'll get it. We will get it. 
No doubt about it. 3.30, Saturday, 865-255-03 is our telephone number. We'll take our first break of the evening. Big thanks, Turkey Man. Big thanks to C-Mac. Y'all put some good feelings in the air. C-Mac, he going on a date tonight. All right, C-Mac. All right, C-Mac, do your thing, man. Do your thing, C-Mac. Again, 865-255-03. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. Guys, if you notice a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. You know you need to stop playing around and schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for just $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center, or you just want the convenience of at-home treatment, all good. Low-T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hey there, Swain Event fam. Happy to be back with you on the weekly show. And although our Swain Event schedule has changed, I'm still here on a daily basis to help you with your real estate needs. So if you are still looking for your forever home, give me a call. Jennifer Morris with Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! You're listening to The Swain Event. You don't say. Fueled by Dead End Barbecue. All right, welcome back to Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue, Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant in America. Hope y'all having a great evening, and thank you for being with us. A lot going on in the studio today, man. I just, I was counting as we were we were talking of like all the things going on right in front of me. Like five different things, man. Goodness gracious, man. I may have to make an appearance here soon. Hey man, you you busy you busy guy man. You got you got the kiddo. I know my kids been talking about seeing you. Ace, you know, I'm sure Ace want to see you. Sniff up on. I wonder you. if he would remember me. Oh yeah, he would. I think that he would. No. Dogs are, are are slick like that. I you know next week I I I'll be honest with you. No. I am not looking forward to Tennessee Akron at seven o'clock next Saturday night. I mean, you don't want to see Tennessee and the Akron LeBrons. No, I, I'm good with one Ball State Akron type a year, maybe two, but not two within three weeks. Not Especially three. like it's going to be sandwiched in between Pittsburgh and Florida. And I know you saw my tweet yesterday, but if Tennessee beats Pittsburgh and Florida beats Kentucky, that the hype for that Florida game is going to be unreal. I mean, both teams are going to come in 4-0 because Florida plays USF next week while Tennessee plays Akron. Both teams would be 4-0. I would think that game day would give serious consideration uh, to coming. Uh, and I, I bet Tennessee would – if Tennessee beats Pittsburgh, and obviously it depends on how they beat them, they jump into the top 20. Florida would be a top 20. So, at minimum, it's a top 20 matchup. And I just – I don't have any – I don't care about playing Akron at that point. It is, I, I, I know we only get 12 games a year, and I'll, I'll still be excited to go cover some football. But, man, just go ahead and fast forward to the Florida game. But the point that I'm getting at is because it's Akron, I, I'll i make an appearance in the studio next Thursday. It's the there, there won't be as as much going on. Oh, it's, it's good, man, because I know you're in the comfort of your home. This is why we have technology. 
I know my kids would love, love to see you. Uh, they ain't seen you in forever. But it sounds like to me, Ben, that, you, that you're overlooking Pittsburgh. <laughs> I am. I am. Because you know why? I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to overlook Pitt. You know why? Because I'm not going to take a snap from Cooper Mays on Saturday. I'm not going to snap the ball to Hendon Hooker. I'm not going to try to catch a Hendon Hooker pass. I'm not going to try to tackle. I'm not going to try to cover anybody. I'm not going to try to field a punt or a kick. I don't have to call a play. I don't have to do anything but sit in the press box and act as a Monday morning quarterback and evaluate the game. You That's go, all I have to You do. going to the game? Oh, yeah. I'm leaving first thing in the morning. Ooh. Yep. I'm going Pirates-Cardinals tomorrow night at uh, old PNC Park. Okay. Then the uh, Vols-Pittsburgh on Saturday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ABC primetime. And what's cool about that is the only other interesting game at that time is Appy State A&M. So – uh, the, the diehard college football fans across the country, their their game at that time window, unless it's their favorite team playing, it's Tennessee-Pittsburgh. So the country will be watching. That'll be really cool. And then as I make my way back on Sunday, I'm going to drive through Cincinnati and go watch the Bengals beat the Steelers. The Bengals beat the Steelers? Yes. I, I have no confidence at all that the Steelers will win. Mitchell Trubisky is my starting quarterback. I, I have no confidence, but I, I've never been to a Steelers game. I, I've got to drive through Cincinnati tomorrow anyway, or on Sunday anyway, so why not stop for my birthday and watch the Steelers lose to the Bengals? Hey, Ben, I want you to uh, pull up your live stream of the show. Okay, I'm looking at you. I want you, I want you to keep looking. <laughs> Are you looking? Yeah, I'm looking. What do you see? Uh, I, I, you, you look like your normal self. Okay. I'm looking into the camera right in front of you, not the actual stream. I'm, I'm looking no, into I want the you look at the stream. Oh, the stream stream? Yeah, I want, I want you to look at the stream stream. What do you okay, see? I'm looking. I, I only see you. You see yourself? I see my bald head, and see? I, I see your bald head. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ben's birthday is September 11th. There it is. <laughs> everybody. Everybody watching. Ben's birthday is September the 11th. Y'all need That's to right. You heard him. And if you don't wish me a happy birthday, you're going on my back pocket list, okay? <laughs> if you don't wish me a happy birthday, you're getting cut off. <laughs> it's just, hey. Don't don't be talking about oh man I forgot my bad Ben happy belated birthday Mm-mm. Ben's birthday is on the eleventh and I'll cut y'all don't get cut off don't get cut off by Ben we just reminded the world right there Ben's birthday is on the eleventh oh man you ain't you ain't excited about watching your boy now Mitchell Trubisky your starting quarterback. I- I'm excited to watch the the Steelers, and I do have a a little bit of optimism. I mean, I don't think he's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in in the league, but if we're being honest, the Bears coaching staff was a disaster. The Bears offensive line was a disaster, and he had no weapons. He is athletic and and can can move around. I I think he can make some plays. The Steelers' skill position players are are awesome. We have tremendous receivers, and – uh, a great running back in Najee Harris. Uh, but So I think he'll be able to make some plays. He's just, I don't, just don't think that he'll do it consistently. The bigger problem is the offensive line. It, it doesn't look like the offensive line is going to be any good. So I, I'm, I'm excited to see T.J. Watt and Cam Sutton, BFL Cam Sutton. Yep. But I, I, the Bengals are just really good, and they have Joe Burrow. And, yep. and it's on the road. So I, I don't have any confidence that they'll win week one. Big shot, Rob. Ain't got no sense on the text box. Uh Real D from the 423 says, where can I buy Mitch Trubisky jersey? Uh, Jennifer Moore says, are the Cardinals and Padres two more of Ben's favorite teams? Yep. Yankees Although they're blowing. playing the Pirates tomorrow night, Jennifer, not the Padres. The Yankees about to blow it. Uh, Raleigh Vols. Hey, they've won five in a row, okay? they won right. five in a row. Leave me alone. All right, we'll see. Raleigh Vol says, let's hope Ben ain't strapping it up. Well, we know Ben ain't doing that. Well. But let's hope he ain't, of, he ain't strapped it up on Saturday either. Based off of some of the players that have strapped it up for Tennessee the last several years, I don't think I could be much worse. Oh, man, you ain't right. Um, 
Riley Vall also said, I'm looking for some deep shots early from us. Test that island coverage. I'm going to tell you right now, Riley Vall, you're going to see deep shots from both teams. You're going to see it from both teams because Pat Narduzzi wants to see more of that. He, he got too much of it last year through the offense coordinator on the bus. Now he got the offense coordinator and wants to run the football every other play. And now he wants more deep shots. So you're going to see you're gonna see more deep shots. You're going to see it definitely from Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see it from Tennessee. I think we should see it from Tennessee because you got two dudes on the outside that should win 50-50 ball uh, matchups. Should. I have uh, a question for you, X's hmm? and O's wise. Yeah, I got you. Because you, you obviously understand X's and O's far more than, than I do. Okay, what you Pitt got? Wants, Pitt wants to load the box and stop the run. And they they trust their corners out on the island, as the question was alluding to. But with, with Tennessee splits being so wide, surely they're, they're not going to be I, – I just am really intrigued as to what Pitt's going to do. Because if if you do what they typically want to do and load the box, then you're, you're leaving Brew or Hyatt or Tillman out there on their own. And I would think as a defensive coordinator, that's the last thing that you want is leaving those guys kind of out there by themselves. But then if you overcommit to the perimeter to those guys, then Jabari Small is just going to run the ball all day on you. So I, I'm very intrigued to see how Narduzzi handles that because he wants to load the box and stop the run. But Tennessee's best asset is throwing the football, but then also on the flip side of that, They'll if if you don't if they have the advantage in terms of numbers within the box they're going to run it all day long and they're perfectly fine running it all day long. So I'll be curious to see how Narduzzi handles that. What did you say? I can't hear you, but I think your lips are saying, "What's your question?" My my question is, what do you think Narduzzi will do? I still can't hear you. Did your mic go out on you? I think your mic went out on you. I think that's a that's a good time for for a break, and then you'll you'll fix that, and you'll answer the question on the other side. So if the good people can hear me, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna listen to a, a couple of ads, and, and we'll be right back.
deposit in men's health. They can quit and even verify your insurance. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your online appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like the show on Facebook. I think we're good now. I hear you. Do you hear me? Yeah, man. You sound good, man. You sound great. You sound good. Golly, boy. So your question was about what Pat Narduzzi, what I think Pat Narduzzi is going to do. And I was saying, you just didn't hear it, that if I'm Pat Narduzzi, I'm going to force somebody besides Cedric Tillman to beat me on the outside. Like, we know that Hyatt is fast, right? Because we have followed him from his high school career to now. But has Hyatt really killed the opponent using his speed yet? No. Except no. for his freshman year against Alabama on the one play, and then Will Route last year against Kentucky. Outside of that, not really. He ain't killed anybody yet. So if I'm Pat Narduzzi, I'm saying, well, until he does it to me consistently and beats me, then I'm going to force him to do it. Bruce McCoy, he hasn't done anything yet in college football except for what he did last week. So I'm saying, all right, Bruce, we'll we'll we'll, we'll give you the five yard screen passes. We'll come up, we'll tackle you. You know, as long as it's not moving the chains, but can you beat us over the top? So I would force. Tennessee receivers outside of Tillman to beat me. That's what I would do. And if you are the Tennessee wide receivers, you have a golden opportunity to win in one-on-one uh, coverage. Narduzzi, and I don't know if this is something that he can fix in one week, man, but West Virginia ran the football. They, they, they ran the football well. I'm interested to see how they run the football this week yeah. because and and not really necessarily how Tennessee does against the run I, I just regardless of who Pitt was playing I, I'd be curious to see how they ran the football this week be, or how they stopped the run this week because they have NFL dudes up front they, they have multiple NFL dudes up front Baldonado at defensive end Deslin Alexander the other defensive end uh, I believe it was Deslin Alexander who had to leave the game last week and he's questionable for Saturday's game, but yep. he he leaves the game and John Morgan the third steps up and has like three tackles for a loss, three pressures, a forced fumble. I mean, he he was really good. Yeah, and, and then their best guy is Kalijah Cansey. So they have legitimate NFL bodies up front. Uh, I, I really like their linebackers. Savaka Dennis, the senior who's played a ton of football, Savaka. one of the best linebackers in the country. Savaka uh, Dennis, and, and what's that? Savaka Dennis. Savakia or Savaka? I, I don't Savaka. Know. I mean, it looks like Savaki. Number seven. He, al- he almost got ejected for targeting last week and almost missed the first half of, of this game, but they overturned uh, the call. But he's a really good linebacker. They have a guy, Bengali Kamara, uh, who he plays their star position. And, and Pitt's star position is, is a little bit different than Tennessee's star position star or the star position that you typically see. He's more of a linebacker, yeah. an outside backer, yeah. than he is a, a defensive back. But yeah. he, he hasn't played a ton, but they think he's going to have a breakout year. So they, they have dudes up front. And, and like they, it's not just that they, they have guys with potential. They have guys with resumes. Yeah. So I'll be curious to see if, if, if they bounce back in that realm. We had on a, a Pittsburgh beat writer yesterday, um, and what what he was saying was there's some new linebackers, and the new linebackers are and was hesitant to read, pick up you know their running keys and react, and so the zone was crushing Pittsburgh from West Virginia. He said if Tennessee looks at the film, they'll probably want to run a lot of zone like West Virginia to see if Pittsburgh had made those adjustments. So they have a linebacker that's that 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 
He's experienced, good. He knows what to do. Reacts fast. But the other guys who are a little bit more uh, or less experienced playing defense at Pitt, they were slow to react. And I was saying today on the show, Joshua Swain was like, you slow to react versus West Virginia? And they're out here huddling? <laughs> and JT Daniels is their quarterback. And I, I, I'm i sure JT Daniels can move around and, and make something happen if he needs to, but he's not hitting Hooker with the legs. And, and Tennessee out here snapping the ball less than 14 seconds. And, and remember, you know, we said, I know I said here, I said it everywhere. I've talked about this offensive tempo, what they could do this year. I feel like they could be faster. Last fall camp, they were faster than any point during the, during the regular season. And now you got Hendon, you got this offense. Everyone has played in this offense except for Brew. So a couple times last Thursday, Hyatt was kind of adjusting Brew's alignment a little bit. But outside of Brew McCoy, like everyone knows this offense. So they're getting up to the line of scrimmage, snapping the ball fast. Why? Because, again, 10 out of 11 guys was in this offense last year. So that's why this offense is faster. So if you can't diagnose and react as a linebacker versus West Virginia, what in the hell are you going to do on Saturday? You, you're <laughs> going to be stuck in, in quicksand. And, <laughs> and to give a little context yeah. to the new guys, I, I think Cervakia Dennis and, and Bengali Kamara, I, I, I don't think that those are the two guys that the guy that you had on was referencing. I would think that it's Shane Simon a grad transfer from Notre Dame. He plays the money backer mm-hmm. next to Dennis in, in their system, and he didn't play a ton at Notre Dame, and then that was his first game at Pitt. So I would imagine that's who he was referencing. Yep. So they went out and got a Notre Dame transfer, Shane Simon. They also went out and got Tyler Wiltz, who is a grad transfer from Missouri State, mm-hmm. and he was productive at Missouri State, over 200 tackles, 21 and a half tackles for a loss. He was a Phil Steele FCS All-American last year. But it's exactly that, FCS. Yep. So I, I imagine yep. even jumping from Missouri State to West Virginia, that's a big jump. So I'd be curious to see how those two – they're technically veterans because they're seniors and a grad transfer, but they haven't played a ton of football uh, at all or at this level. Hey, there, there's a dude who played a small school that transferred to a big school. It looked like he uh, fits in real well uh, at Florida State. Jared Burst. <laughs> Boy! How, how – how high is he going to get drafted? Boy, boy, man. I see why Tennessee wanted him. <laughs> woo, woo. I, 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 I will never forgive Jared Verse. I, I have sat at the airport for as long as I ever have because of Jared Verse. Uh, I, I was sent to, to go interview Jared Verse uh, after his official visit with Tennessee this past December, and he had an early flight. He was leaving at like 6.30 and leaving the hotel at 5.45. So I had to be at the airport at 5.30, and he he was flying to Missouri, I believe. He was going to another school. I can't remember what school it was. It was Iowa State. I don't know. It was some random school that you wouldn't think. Um, and he was scheduled to visit that Sunday after he was here, that Friday and Saturday. And, and he really enjoyed his Tennessee visit, came down to Tennessee and Florida State. So he canceled – that visit where he was going next and didn't tell anybody. And I was at the airport at 5.38 a.m. And I was unaware that he was not showing up because nobody knew. He didn't tell anybody that he canceled his visit. I was at the airport from 5.30 a.m. to 10 a.m. without knowing. Mm. So I, I will always have bad blood for Jared first. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, man. That, that stinks. That's, that's because he already knew he was going to Florida State probably. Or not Tennessee. I think at that time he was undecided so and trying to here. decide whether he was going to to uh, Tennessee or Florida State. And, man, speaking of Florida State, boy, did Mike Norvell get bailed out. Uh, bailed out? Man, he should have lost that game. I Like, both of those teams should have lost. Don't get me wrong. Like, LSU <laughs> bailed Florida State out, too, but. Uh, or Florida State bailed LSU out in a couple of ways. Like, why are you pitching it down at – the goal line there. That's a at, dumb at ass call. You're right. I just take three knees and kick the field goal. Make it an onside kick. Dumb game. And if they yeah. recover the onside kick, then so be it. It's just not your night. But Mike you. Norvell and Brian Kelly, I, I couldn't tell who was trying to lose that game more. 
No, I'm I'm with you. No, I'm, I agree with you on that one. I thought the same thing. I was like, why why are you pitching it right there? Like that that's not even like a wide pitch. It was like it was like those those zone. It's like a zone play, but he just pitched it, or like a stretch play, but he just I don't know. It was weird, man. I don't know. I don't know why he pitched it in that situation, but but you're right. Let me ask you this about about Tennessee. Uh, I I think, and, and let me know if you disagree with this, but I, I think the game on Saturday will be won in the trenches. I, I think the the team that plays better in the trenches will win the game. Uh, because football, you win games when you win the trenches, nine times out of ten. Going back and looking at Ball State, how concerned were you with zero sacks on the stat sheet afterwards? Because I, I'll be honest with you, I, I I didn't feel good immediately when I saw the zero sacks, but then when I went back and watched it and, and saw some of the pro football-focused stats, their quarterback was getting the ball out in 2.03 seconds, which is really fast, and I mean, it was obvious you didn't even need to know that stat to see that he was getting the ball out quickly via screens. Um, and, and you go back and look, and, and Tennessee's defensive line was moving some bodies. They, they just weren't necessarily getting home, and, and they were generating some pressures. Do you agree with, with my sentiment there that it, it's, it's not what you want? You, you don't want zero sacks against Ball State. Don't get me wrong. But – it's not as bad as simply just looking at the stat sheet. So, so do you agree with that take? And do you yeah. also think that the game will be won in the trenches on Saturday? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, that, that was something that I looked at even before Tennessee started their first game of the season that uh, Tennessee need to prove that they can bang in the trenches. And um, I thought we got pressure, hurt the quarterback first play of the game, proved that, but, they did get the ball out quick. And there were several schools around the country that uh, faced inferior teams that got the ball out quick, and they didn't record a sack either. Alabama is is the popular name that, uh, that, that comes to mind. I mean – Georgia, too. Yeah. So, there's ways you know, the to deal with theme, the pass rush. The common theme amongst those teams, blowouts against lesser competition. Yeah. Yeah. So, I – We'll see. I mean, like, I got pretty, pretty strong faith in Byron Young getting to the quarterback. I got a pretty strong faith that, that Tyler Barron uh, can rush the passer, but can they do it for sixty minutes? And how much can they do it? That's 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 the question. So, uh, let me get to the phones quickly. And uh, good evening. We aren't even talking about Juwan Mitchell yet. No, uh, you ain't gonna hear nothing until next week, buddy. 90, in front of 89,000. Hey, is he in the J.J. Peterson program? Man, here's the thing about J.J. Peterson. Like, it took forever for Peterson to get here. He he got here, and he was healthy, and he wasn't playing just because he wasn't better than the guys in front of him. Like, with Mitchell, Mitchell, Mitchell was thought of to be first team. Had the procedure done last year was hurt, but like healthy now and was, 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 was thought of to be one of the top two backers in the two deep and not handling his business is why he's not, not playing this week and why he didn't play last week. It's pretty frustrating. What do you mean? Didn't handle his business. Hey man. Stupid college kid stuff. Didn't handle his business, man. <laughs> Off the field stuff. <laughs> Oh my god. He ain't, he ain't hurt. He ain't hurt, yeah. And it's not academics. <laughs> How fast does does Pitt's quarterback get the ball out? If you give me a couple of moments, I can let you know. He it was very slow. I can tell you that. I, I can tell you it was very slow just by listening to Pat Narduzzi's comments after the the game. He he played pretty well when it came to getting the ball out and, and throwing the ball. He threw for over 300 yards, and I don't think that he had an interception. Correct me if I'm, I'm wrong on that, but he took five sacks, and Narduzzi literally put it all on him after the game, saying that uh, he, he was holding the ball too long. I, I enjoy uh, the fresh breath that is Narduzzi and how he's pretty blunt and not afraid to speak his mind. It's 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 the opposite of 
the, the typical college coaches nowadays. He, he's not afraid to speak his mind, and, and he put it all on Slovis after the game, saying that he was holding the ball too long. So yeah. uh, that should help a, a defensive front in Tennessee that doesn't have a ton of proven dudes at the moment. You, you know why sometimes quarterbacks hold the ball too long? It's because they're waiting on receivers to get open. Because they're not, they're not creating separation. So when you got a receiver, 6'3", and, and Gerard Means, Bub Means, member of the Tennessee transfer that went to La Tech, and now he's with Pittsburgh. He's 215. He's a big old boy. Had a, had, a, uh, had a drop, had a catch and a fumble. But, I mean, he's a big body a receiver um, that, you know, could, could be a problem. But didn't have the best game against West Virginia. And then uh, on the other side, they have a – uh, a transfer uh, receiver that that tore it up last year for for Akron, and you know he's he's six two can make things make things happen on the outside. Uh, Munfield, um, so he's six one one eighty, and then Jared Wayne is six three. So you got Mean six two, you got Jared Wayne six three two ten. Can they create separation? Can they get open? Maybe. They didn't create enough separation for Slovis to feel comfortable throwing the ball. But don't you think if they were the receivers, then Narduzzi's not throwing Slovis under the bus? And not that I have a problem throwing him under the bus. That sounds a little harsh. I actually think that it is. I don't have a problem with Narduzzi saying that. But Narduzzi saying after the game that he was holding the ball too long. Don't don't you think if it were a receiver problem, he doesn't say that? I I believe that there were some cases where he held the ball too long and it wasn't the receivers. I also believe that coaches can't see every play, every position during the game on the sideline. This is why the infamous words from Coach Former check the tape. And we've seen so many other coaches, and Hypo has said it, when asked the question about what happened in scrimmage or what happened in the game, he was like, hey, let me watch the film to be able to give you a better answer. So, like, I bet Narduzzi on five of those sacks, I'm pretty sure on at least one, two of those sacks, Slovis wanted to throw in a particular area and the receiver wasn't open. Like, it's hard for me to believe that all five of those sacks were on a quarterback. Just hard for me to believe. But if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But just being in that situation – Usually, if the dude's open, like he gonna throw it. Like quarterbacks ain't gonna drop back and see a dude open and decide, you know what? I'm gonna hold it some more. Like who does that? <laughs> quarterbacks don't do that, man. They throw it when uh, the dudes are open. Uh, take it the sack because the receivers can't get open. What was Garantano's excuse? Steve Oh man. Hey. According to Pro Football Focus, he being Keen Slovis took 3.32 seconds to get rid of the football. I mean, that's that ain't bad. Thousand one, thousand two, thousand three, ball. I mean, that's 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 that ain't bad. That's that's what we right, were taught. And, and we out of our breaks a, by about you know around that third second. Yeah, and, and when assessing how long it takes a quarterback to get rid of the ball. It's, I mean, you're, it's coming down to the tenths of, of seconds. I mean, yeah. we were talking earlier, 2.03 seconds for the ball state quarterback. And in real, like in, in real life, the difference between 2.03 seconds and 3.32 seconds isn't a huge difference, obviously. It's not a difference, but in, in the world of quarterbacks getting the ball out, that's a humongous gap, 2.03 the 3.32. And I also think, Ben, as a coach, like it's easier to put that on your quarterback than to put it on your receivers or your offensive line. Because, like, think about it. Again, if you got protection, you you quarterback, you got protection, clean pocket, and receivers open, when you're looking, why would you hold it? So they got the Slovis in the backfield. They sacked him. That has something to play, something to do with it, I'm pretty sure. If Receivers were open, he would throw it to him. So I think it's a combination of, of really all three, like him holding it, too much clutter around his legs, pocket wasn't clean, and then receivers may not be creating the proper separation. I think it's all of it. But if you're if you're Tennessee, like you don't care. <laughs> like, hey, Slovis, keep doing what you did last game. Do, do that. Do that. You don't want him to improve and make those adjustments. You want him to be 
you know, kind of the same same player in terms of holding the ball and uh, putting himself in harm's way with sacks and, and you know, near turnovers by getting sacked. So um, that's that's what I'm looking at. And we'll see, man. We'll see the um, receivers. How can they get open? I know you'll have a better view than, than I will and than we will because we'll watch it on TV and you at the game. So uh, I'll be texting you during the game. Ask you. I'll, I'll I'll remember to to pay attention. No, you at, will be at Heinz Field. You heard me, Heinz Field. I will not refer to it as anything else other than Heinz Field. I don't care that some company gave them uh, a lot of money. I don't care that they took the ketchup bottles down. It's still Heinz Field. Is side so. of this football game. If you say so, you say so. I do say so. Well, let me say this then. Hiller has an awesome promotion going on for you this month, folks. Uh, a free Yeti Tundra cooler with the purchase of a new tankless water heater. Uh, you're going to get a free Traeger wood pellet grill when you buy a new whole home generator. Uh, also, a free Yeti Tundra cooler when you buy a full home septic system. Hiller's going to hook you up with zero interest financing for up to 48 months on select new HVAC systems. Hiller's work is backed by the Happy You'll Be or service is free guarantee. So take advantage of these Limited time finance promotions on HVAC replacements. I know uh, I got myself a uh, HVAC system um, over over the summer. Took advantage of special promotions going on. Um, I encourage you to do the same thing. Cold weather's around the corner. It was chilly this morning, man. Fall is coming. Football weather is here. So if you need these upgrades to your home, don't wait. Do it right now Where while there's Great financing um, promotions going on right now at Hiller. HappyHiller.com is their website. <clears throat> I, need some, I need some warm tea. I got some liquid for you. No, I don't need none of that. I need some warm tea. You know how you know how I lose my voice easy, like Bush Jones. <laughs> I'm 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 drinking to my guy Sam Pittman this week. SEC, the 2021 SEC Coach of the Year. My 2021 SEC. Hey, I put some money on Arkansas to cover at six and a half points, and they didn't let me down. So I'm with you. <laughs> Woo, I love Sam Pittman so much. I, 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 I just absolutely love him. And I, I know Tennessee, Arkansas has the baseball and, and kind of basketball rivalry, but I don't. I could care less about Arkansas fo- football when it comes to Tennessee. So I, I love that I can love Sam Pittman because he is phenomenal. His quote about finding out whether they're bringing what was it, tea or, or liquor to the party. I mean, that that's an all-time quote. And it couldn't be more accurate if you think yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me hit this text box up, man, and we'll wrap up and uh, get you get y'all up out of here for, for the evening. Uh, Riley Vall says, I need that Traeger grill for my new crib. Oh, yeah. Traeger's where it's at. It's really easy. Uh, also, what y'all think about Kentucky at Florida? Yeah, I think, I think Florida should – should win, but we'll see, man. We saw Florida uh, almost beat Alabama last year, played very well at home, very well at home against Alabama, and then went up to Lexington and peed down their leg. Looked like two, di- two, two different teams. So we've seen Florida look like one team one week and then play against Kentucky and look totally different. This is a home game for Florida, so we'll see. Uh, I do like Arkansas over the Gamecocks. I like Caden Jefferson. I really do. And I like Knox at tight end, man. He can match up quality. Have two touchdowns against Cincinnati. <sighs> Should be at Tennessee, but if, if he if he would have came in as a tight end, that would have been like a home run. But I think his speed at wide receiver is what um, caused Tennessee to be hesitant there. Here's, here's my simple feeling. Is he a good football player? brought in Chad Nimrod and, and put him on the clock for a reason, man. Like if his, I if, get it. Yeah. I get it. But Arkansas can make it work. Why can't Tennessee? I, I don't care if he's in hindsight a, a number one quarterback. Tennessee needs playmakers. And Trey Knox would be great in this offense. A.D. Mitchell would be great in this offense. I, got, I, I got know, Mad. man. I know. I got, I got Mad here at Lab McConkie. I didn't know this one. Lab McConkie 
is from a, a, a family in northwest Georgia that is diehard Clemson fans. Guess where he's balling at? Georgia, next to A.D. Mitchell, who Jeremy Pruitt didn't want because he got ass. I mean, come on. Are, are you kidding me? Then you got Trey Knox on, on the other side of the division tearing it up. I can't wait for Dallin Page to ball out at Ohio State. Loving it even more. Felder? Yeah, Felder, I know he's listed as a receiver, but I still don't know about him. I, I, I see him having a Debo Samuel type of role in this offense. Again, that doesn't mean he's going to be Debo Samuel, but all the different things Debo Samuel does for the 49ers, I think they're going to try to do that with Sam Feldman in this offense. Yeah, I'll see him playing running back. That's what I think. Maybe I'm blind. I don't know. I mean, if you get Cardinal Tate, he doesn't have to play receiver. That's going to be fun right there, man. You see uh, you see Cardinal Tate wishing some folks happy birthday? That's all right. That's all right. He like, he like Toots, too, don't he? Probably Ball said. Huh? I know Big Orange McAfee has his birthday shout out. Down for Stewart. Probably Ball said C-Mac got a date with Dave Dorn. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's in Broncos country. Uh, so is C-Mac. Oh, man. Probably about to give me the portal guy at X and Z. Oh, we definitely need to get that portal. Jeez. Uh, please, 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 definitely, we can do that. Or, or and, and, you better land Cardinal Tech. That's why I think that recruitment's going to continue uh, to be interesting. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. All right, Ben, it's been fun, man. It has. I, I miss doing the show with you, so I yep, enjoy likewise. all these Thursdays. Yep, likewise, man. Likewise. Uh, proud of you. No, no change. I'm proud there. of you. Knox is six weeks old. Um, everyone's super busy during football season. We'll make it happen, man. I got, I got to see y'all tonight. Give him a noogie. Ain't too early. It ain't too early, man. It ain't too early. Hope y'all have a great evening. Thank y'all for making Flint Event part of your evening today. Flint Event fueled by Dead End Barbecue live here from the Low Key Center Studios. Ben McKee, remember, his birthday is in a couple days. Three, four days, Ben McKee, on Sunday. I, I'm not happy about having no kids anymore. I, I, don't, I don't like all this talking about stuff. I'm not, I'm not the age now where it's good to talk about birthdays. Whatever. For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Flynn. Hope you have a fantastic evening. We'll be back same time next week. Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Saturday, 3.30 p.m. Hopefully we're back talking about a win as we prepare for action. Have a good, have a good evening. Flynn event fueled by Dead End Barbecue.